contending for the faith, right? Defending the faith. Um, what is the faith? We'll talk about that too, just in case, just to give some clarity if you never listened before, or if you don't know. Uh, but yeah, let's get ready to go live real quick. going to talk about unity tonight and so um the passage that i want to read from is john 17 i want to talk about the prayer of jesus and what he prayed for his followers for his children um when it comes to talking about unity that's what we're going to look at tonight Making sure we on. 
Yes, I hope y'all doing well. Today is Thursday, May the 6th. Shout out to my mom, because yesterday was my mom's birthday. Yesterday was my mom's birthday. Um, Happy birthday to my mom. Shout out to my mom, Geneva. Happy birthday, mommy, love you. Let's get this thing going, y'all. So we are live, up and running. And this is the conversation. And I want to thank you guys for joining me, for listening. So I'm going to give it a minute, see if anybody going to log in. It's kind of early. Typically, we do the conversation at night. Um, but I'm doing it now because I have a rehearsal later. So 6 p.m. on the dot, doing good, making good timing. I want to talk about unity. Um, and then we will hop off of here. So just want to say shout out to all my listeners, those who have been supporting our team. Um, next week, we'll have Pastor Cornell here with us and hopefully um, a couple other team members and then we'll have a special guest and we'll start coming back with full episodes um, weekly. There's just been a lot that our team actually has been experiencing um, with ministry, life, personal life. Um, one of our teammates lost their mother-in-law. Um, so I've been praying for the Yargo family. Shout out to Pastor Dan. Um, and again, I was super, super busy with um, just family and missions and all of that. But I'm home. It's been two weeks now. I've been home from Kenya, Africa. And so I'm excited about this, uh, this podcast for tonight. I'm excited about talking about unity on the conversation. So again, I'm your host, Cassandra Lavelle. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> but we're going to talk about unity. So if you do have a Bible, I'm going to be reading just to kind of share the scriptures, um, some words of Jesus, and then why this topic is important, and just chop it up a little bit about um, unity and how we need to protect the unity of the body of Christ, right? So that's where, that's really where I'm coming from um, tonight. That's, that's the aim. That's what I'm thinking about tonight. So, yeah. All right. So when I was thinking about um, the conversation and basically um, the topic on unity, really for me, it's been so important um, to, to voice vocally, uh, Jesus and his words and his prayer, his desire for his church, for his people. Um, and so I, I've been a part of a couple different churches, um, in my walk with Christ. One, two, three, three churches, four, one in Florida. And then my third one here, my entire walk with Christ. Um, and so um, one thing that each church had in common um, was the importance of, of unity, right? So um, that's something that is actually biblical. It's not nothing we just made up, but it, it's, it's God's design for his body, for the church, right? So um, coming home from Kenya, from Africa, when we go, I'll say this before we get into the scripture. Um, when we go, we typically have a team and then there's a Kenyan team there that we serve with, that we minister with. Um, but the one thing that I love about every trip um, 
is the unity, the unity amongst the teammates, um, and then the unity amongst the American team and the Kenyan team. Like we don't come together and say, okay, well, this is the American team. This is the Kenyan team. We instantly become one team. As a matter of fact, we become one team before we even go because we're praying, we're preparing. All right. So um, unity is definitely important and God can do great things when people are united. And we see that over and over again in the scripture. We see it over and over again um, in the early church uh, history that we look back on. We see it even now. So um, I was looking at, I was thinking about John 17, right? John 17, the prayer that uh, Jesus had prayed and the, the, the prayer that he prayed in John 17 was just, I've read it so many times, but it's still so, it's just so powerful and mind blowing to me. Oh, I see my girl, Jess. Jess is here. Listen, Jess, if you, are you home? Do you have time to jump on here with me right now? Cause you know, Jess is a part of the team for the conversation. So I'm just asking you, you can text me privately. You don't have to respond <laughs> in the chat, but if you, um, if you're home right now, sis, like straight up, I'll send you the link and you can jump on in here with me. I'm just talking about unity tonight. The plan was to, um, to talk about the missions trip, but we're going to do that next week because, um, we have a special guest that's going to be here. And, and so I wanted to make sure we could do that and, and have enough time. So we're going to do that next week. But, um, for now y'all show Jessica some love. Shout out to Jessica. I'm about to listen. I'm about to send her this real quick, just in case. Yeah. So, yeah, we're talking about unity, y'all. That's where we're at. Let me see. I wonder if I can do this while I'm trying to get her in here. So I wonder if I can do this while we're live. Never done that before, but we gonna try it. We gonna try it. So let me keep talking while I'm doing this. Um, but yeah, y'all, so get your Bibles out real quick and go to John 17, because that's where we about to be at. All right, and I'm gonna be reading out of the CSB version, just so you know. So y'all version might be a little bit different than mine, but um, I'm gonna be reading out the CSB because that's what I have in front of me right now. That's what I have in front of me, all right? And we're talking about like the prayer that Jesus prayed in John, in John 17. So let me see.
All right, so this is what it says, John 17, my bad, y'all. This is what it says, um, <laughs> John 17, 20. Uh, this is, this is, Jesus is in the middle of his prayer, so he's already praying, um, and you can kind of, you know, go back yourself and read yourself, um, starting at verse one in John 17, but I'm going to just start for the sake of time and for this conversation, uh, in verse number 20. And this is what it says. It says, I pray not only for these, right? His disciples. That's what he's talking about at the time. The disciples that were actually there walking with Jesus. He says, but I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe you sent me. I'll let you know. Let me let Jesse in that it worked. There you go. Oh, there we go. it worked. It worked. It worked. Hey, oh. girl. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? Good. I didn't know if it was gonna let me do it or not. Um, and because of how early it is, I didn't text nobody to ask nobody to get on because I was like, we usually get on late at night. Yeah. Um, oh, how you doing? All right. Let me see. I Why am I going to let me do it feedback. or not? Um, and because of how early it is, I didn't text nobody to ask somebody to get on because I was like, we usually get on late at night. Yeah. Okay. How you doing? All right. Let me see. Why am I going to let me do it feedback? What is happening? Um, and because of how early it is, oh I didn't text nobody to ask somebody to get on. Okay. I know what's happening. Give me a second. I got it. Okay, you still there? Yeah. All right, cool. I see what happened. I'm like, what is happening with this echo? This episode is going to be crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so I didn't. I didn't ask anybody because I knew it was early, and we usually get together at nighttime. So, but I'm glad you said something, so I'm glad you're here because we're talking about unity. That's it. It's just that simple. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about unity. Like I was I was saying when I first got on that um <coughs> when I was in Kenya, but especially when I came back home, like that that's just been the one word, like unite, unity, 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 unity. And then I came across um Francis Chan's devotional on the Bible app. And um mm -hmm. I gotta order the book. Cause the, the Devo is, is so good, but it's just too short. So I'm like, I need to just read through the whole book. Um, but even outside of that, before I even seen that, that's been the one thing the Lord has been putting on my heart. So I really been praying about how I can like asking God, like what role can I play? Not just in my local church, you know what I'm saying? But within the body of Christ here. Um, and so I'm looking at doing some things. The weather is getting nice. So I'm like, okay, we got a huge, we got a huge backyard, side yard, you know, land or whatever. 
I'm like, I don't know, maybe we just need to have a real big get gathering, you know, prayer gathering and just sing and worship and like everybody invite yeah. everybody in their mama save, not save it from the <laughs> block, from the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And just, and just do it because I'm like, if God can move the way he moved when I go across the world, then he can do the same thing here, you know? Absolutely. And, and he, and he does, don't get me wrong. When we did now Youngstown last year, I was only able to go a few times a week um, for that, for the whole summer, which hurt. But, but when we did go, people were giving their life to Christ. People was being ministered to people. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I just, I just sense that God wants to do something different. Um, something the same because it's his will, but something different in our area. And so that's where I'm like, all right, so what does unity look like? Like, how can we get there as the body of Christ? Um, I posted something this morning, Jess. I said, I said, basically, the, like the church would be so much healthier if we would just do what Jesus said, do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a part of that is just being united. Like, like there's a scripture that says, blessed are the peacemakers for they should be called the children of God. Like we have to be the people who are peacekeepers, peacemakers and preserve the peace that God has given us. That doesn't mean be passive. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean be walked on, but sometimes you have to fight for unity, right? Mm -hmm. um, so let's, let's talk about that, Jess. What are your thoughts when it comes to unity within the body of Christ? Um, I read the scriptures in John 17, where Jesus is basically like, I'm not just praying for those who are believing me through the word right now, like the disciples that walk with him. But he also says he prays for those who are going to believe later on through the disciples word, which is us. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who lived after that, that time of the disciples that placed their faith in Christ. So that applies to us. He prayed that we would be one, that we would be united in him. The way he's united with God, the father, he says that he wants us to be with each other. That's some deep intimacy right there. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so what's your thoughts, your opinions, your views? Um, just, just talk to me, sis. So I've had this conversation with quite a few people. Okay. Yeah, about unity and the body of Christ and how like if the in how you said the world would be a better place if the church was united right across the board so you have and then you have to look at people's definition of unity like I know what the I know what the Bible says I know what the dictionary says and mm -hmm. somewhere in between like unity isn't Unity is only unity if I get a platform to be a part of unity. Yeah. And it's really sad that it's gotten to this point because, like, I woke up um, the last couple of days just, like, really sad about the state of the church. And it's, like, just watching Christians continue to argue on social media, mm -hmm. um, continuing to condemn the next person. And it's, like, it's not that hard. Like, right do what the bible says and walk out this walk out our salvation right but I, and i know like if i know people say stuff like um a lot of people say like they don't come to church because the church is messy but and then other people rebuttal that and they're like well you like basically like it, that doesn't stop you from doing other things and i understand that like i understand if you go to a restaurant you have bad service and you stop going to the restaurant like that it is what it is like they right. gave you back service you're not going 
But like the body of Christ isn't supposed to look like that. Right. No one should be leaving the body of, leaving the church, like the physical building, Mm -hmm. feeling broken, feeling disgusted, feeling hurt. Like that's not what it's there for. Right. And until we get to what the original church was supposed to be, mm-hmm. we're going to live like in this cra- in these crazy times. Right. And right. like pride and ego, like there's a lot of things that like people just don't want to like submit to God and surrender to God. And I'm not knocking them, but it's just like at some point in time, you have to see what we're doing is not working. Right. That's right. That's right. Like you can call other churches and try to get try to connect with them and try to do stuff and like they don't want to do it and then we have to also be okay with that like we have to be okay with the fact that you might have this thing at your house and i I honestly i hope you do but you might have this big this big event worship night prayer night in your backyard Mm -hmm. and the reality is a lot of people are not going to come just because they don't want to right and it's like, okay, if you're not feeling the urgency and the tug on the tug, like the tug on the heart to like get involved, like I don't understand how people and I get like addiction is my that's where I work at. So that's where my heart's at. Right. But like if you don't feel a tug on your heart or like a like the need to get out and just love on these people who are not saved. Because mm-hmm. I'm saved and I look at the world like, what is going on? Right. So someone who doesn't have a relationship with Christ, they're clueless to what's going on. They're right. just kind of like, this is reality. This is what it's always going to be. And it doesn't have to be that way. Right. 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 You ab- you absolutely right. And the thing is, is if two, two points, the first point I'll address what you just said, um, where there are people who are not saved, um, who don't know God, you know, they don't know Christ and, and they're walking around and they, and they don't really have a clue. They're just existing. You know what I'm saying? Or the walking dead, I like to call them, or they think they live in and they're not, you know what I'm saying? Um, but these people will never come to Christ if we don't go to them, if we don't reach out to them, if we don't share the message of Jesus Christ to them. And, and, and it's, it's more than just um, being kind, you know what I'm saying? Um, like we have to vocally talk to these people, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and really go into their lives and just and present Jesus, period, and share. And honestly, we could share, we share the gospel, but we could also share what Christ has done for us, you know what I'm saying? Um, so people won't get one to Christ unless Christians go to them period like like unsaved people are not saving unsaved people like it don't or it don't work like that they don't witness you know what i mean you can't without the spirit of god you can't witness um and then for the church um you're right there 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 will be people there will be times where people don't just they don't want to come together because it's about them mm-hmm. or they don't want to come together because it's not about them but our whole purpose of coming together should be about him. It should be about God first, right? Um, even when we, as Christians, as followers of Christ, we go to church. We go to church to worship God, to learn more about God, and to build up his body, to edify one another, right? Um, to equip one another for the work of the ministry. And then so that we can go out 
and, and win souls, evangelize, and make disciples. That's the whole point of the church. That's, yes. that's the whole reason to have church. Um, but if the church is this, if the church is just staying in the church um, building and not going out, that's a problem. If the church is only unified with its own, within its mm-hmm. own church, that's a problem. Because in Cornell, Pastor Cornell now, we talked about this today. In the, in the office, um, the body of Christ is the body of Christ. We're all on the same team. So because we're on the same team, we should all have the same goal. Our goal is to glorify the God, the father. Our goal is to win souls from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, to God's kingdom. Our goal is to make disciples. Our goal is to see people grow. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he shared something with me. I should have, I dang, I should have left it on my screen. He shared something with me today. I read this. It's a pastor named Nate. I can't think of his last name, but if Cornell jump on here, he see it. I hope he posts the name in the comments, but he basically said something like this. Um, the church, the local church, it, it is important. Um, and it's important as believers that we continue to unite because you can be a Christian and not go to church, but you can't grow if you don't go to church. And, and people may not believe that, but God gives gifts to certain believers to grow his body, right? And if I'm at home doing it all by myself on my own, I can guarantee you something is not going to be, I'm not going to grow the way or develop the way God has designed for me to develop. So unity, man, is, is so important. And I, I hate, like, I hate when I see, and I've been in these circles, you know, and I've been on the wrong side of, of church hurt, you know, where I hurt people or I wasn't kind enough or was a little mean or, you know, quick at my lip or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I've owned up to those things and I've grown and I've tried to be intentional, especially in my walk with Christ these past five years or so to really, you know, walk in maturity. You know what I'm saying? I love the way Christ is telling me to love and calling me to love. But if, if in my church circle, I'm only unified, I'm unified, but I'm only unified with black church, people who are black, or right. I'm only unified with people who are white or people who look like me, that's not real unity. Because in the body, in the, in the Bible, when these people got together, these people were all different kind of ethnicities, talked all different kind of languages, had all different kind of cultures. The Jews and the, um, the Gentiles, the Greeks, they, they, they clashed all the time in the Bible. And Paul would have to write and straighten them out. Like he would have to write other people's churches and get them right. You know what I'm saying? So yes. unity is not easy, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. It's definitely doable. Um. And I just, girl, I just feel like it's just, I don't know. I'm like, Lord, what can we do? Cause we got to do better. Like the, the, Jesus says this. Okay. Let me read this scripture in John 17 verse 20. I have to read it because this is exactly, I know, I know you're going to have a lot to say once I say this, it says this in John 17, 20, Jesus says, I pray not only for these talking about the disciples that was with him, but also for those who believe in me through their word, which is us, right? Be- future believers. May they all be one as you father are in me and I am in you. All right. That's, that's a whole different level of unity. Then he says, may they also be in us so that the world may believe you sent me. Mm -hmm. Could it be 
that the world is not coming to Christ or believing that Jesus is really who we say he is because we're not united. Yes. <laughs> Would you, seriously, if you weren't saved and you were to look at how the body of Christ is acting, and it's not everybody, and I get it, but right. like, if you were to see the way they're acting, would you believe what's coming out of their mouth? If you see me like, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to my church, I'm not dealing with nobody else. Would If you weren't saved, would you be like, okay. Like, that's what Jesus taught you? Right, right. To be exclusive, to only hang out with people who look like you and hang out with you like that? No. Right. Right. I mean, because really, me, you like, can get that, that in the world. If that's what your Jesus makes you do, I'm good because, like, y'all are crazy. Yeah. I've been calling everybody crazy all week because I, I just can't, I can't think of any other word. But like, y'all, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's when we are not uh, functioning the way God has designed us to function. Like we look foolish. We just, it's foolishness. Mm -hmm. And if I want to click or a cult <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, I can get that in the world. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, you, you can get that somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? But Christians are called out. We're called out. We're separated. We're, we should be different. Mm -hmm. We should be so much more different um, than what we are. Our difference, our difference should be the fact that we are united, but diverse. Mm -hmm. Like God is not calling us all to be clones and to be the same because yeah. he don't want us to be the same, right? We don't need a whole bunch of Sands walking around, you know what I'm saying? Or a whole bunch of Jessicas or a whole bunch of, you know, Cornells or Pastor Dan's and, pa you know, we, we, he called us all to be uniquely who he's created us to be yes. our distinct personalities, our different giftings, which by the way, come by way of his spirit, which mm -hmm. they don't belong to us. They're his gifts that we steward. Right. But he called us to be different, but also united in our diversity. When you can get a church that is diverse, but yet united, that's a powerful organism that's a powerful thing it's a powerful thing i was looking um at ephesians 4 ephesians chapter 4 where paul paul talks about them living a life urging the believers in ephesus to live a life worthy of the calling that they receive he mm -hmm. says with all humility gentleness with patience bearing with one another in love making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, just as you are called to one hope at your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, the father of all who is above all through all and in all. He keeps stressing one, 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 one unity. Unity. It's the spirit that unites us. I heard uh, Tony Evans say it this way. He said, he said, we don't have to create unity. He said, the unity is given by the spirit. It's given to us. We just have to preserve the unity. That's our responsibility. Yeah. I think that if people fought 
just as hard for the body of Christ to be united as they did for their own natural families, we'd be really doing something. Because you know how people is about their family. Mm-hmm. Your family could be dead wrong and you can't, and can't nobody say nothing about them. They going to fight for them. <laughs> they going to defend them. You know what I'm saying? But when we come, but it comes to the body of Christ, we don't even do that. I don't know. So what are some things you feel like practical, practical ways we can in- implement any, anybody that's listening, anybody that's going to come back and listen once we upload everything, like practical ways people can um, actively engage in being a, 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 un- a unifying agent, you know, within their community, within the church. You don't have to give me a minute. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I'm saying because, because if we, because and the reason why I'm asking this kind of question is because if we talking about it, you know what I'm saying? We want, we want to be able to give people, we want to be able to get them some solutions, some help steer in the right direction. Like, so, so while you're thinking about it, I'll name a few things that are, again, I'll always go back to the Bible because the Bible, the Bible, they they know best and we can learn from mistakes as well through the scripture. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm like, why learn a hard lesson that somebody else already learned and I could just learn from their mistake. Um, but I, I noticed that in the scriptures, when the early church would come together, they would come together in prayer. Mm-hmm. They would come together, um, and they would eat, fellowship they would eat break bread together you know what i'm saying and so i think intimacy and unity comes from just spending time together but not just sitting around just eating but actually praying getting in the word together i think that that's why sometimes small groups are so much more united than large groups because of that intimacy, that, that intimate time together. I know some of my, um, my girls, uh, I'll give a shout out to the Yargos. Um, look at my granny on there talking about hi, baby girl. Hey granny, she in Florida <laughs> vacationing, <laughs> but, um, the Yargos, uh, pastor Dan's daughters, Eleni, Sophia, Gabby, um, we got super, super, super close. We were close, but we got even closer when we started spending weeks and weeks and weeks and months together in time of just prayer and the Mm -hmm. word just just real authentic fellowship like jesus at the center of it like it really did something like what like knitting our hearts together even more you know what i'm saying and so i think unity comes from i think one way people can be effective or agents of unity is by being intentional about spending quality time with other believers yeah. I'll hear you say being intentional. Um, and I definitely agree with you on the fellowship and the praying together. But it, no, I'm not going to say but. To add to that, mm-hmm. that you have to be intentional about it. Like just going out to eat is like that's cool. And that's right. like you build friendships that way. Right. But when you're, when you're trying to be unified and be on one accord, like you need to be praying together. Right. So that Holy Spirit is revealing to both of you. Yeah. 
go reveal it to one and then the other one confirms it. So you have to be intentional, like intentionally praying together, intentionally spending time together. Yeah. And not just like, I'm just looking for a new friend, but yeah. like doing kingdom stuff together. Right. Right. So like I did like a lot of um like volunteering with other people. Mm-hmm. Like even if I have no I, I don't know anything about your or- this organization, mm-hmm. but it's a time for us to fellowship and time for us to like be together and pray. So yeah. Go do it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really good. Um, here's an example too, cause it, everybody has lives. So, you know, like we ain't saying we're being practical. Like we can't do that every day. Right. <laughs> um, but getting with people, I got with, um, one of my brothers in Christ recently, his name is, uh, Dr. Bruce Jeffries. And just last week and I was intentional about carving out time for Bruce and I to meet downtown Mocha house. And we prayed and then we ate and we talked a whole lot about missions and different things and ministry that's coming up. Um, and then, cause we did We did a mission trip together to in 2018, the Dominican Republic. Um, but then even towards the end, we prayed some more together right in the Mocha house because like it, it does something. It unites. Like mm-hmm. if, even if two people, um, even if two people like my husband, I think he probably listening right now. I see his name on there, but he probably driving, whatever. So he know, like we can not be on the same page about stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to be divided when you're praying with somebody just mm-hmm. constantly praying with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very hard to just stay divided so even if believers would just come together, I understand we have differences. We have, um, we, we don't agree on everything and we're not going to agree on everything, but the things that matter the most should be the things of God. Yes. And those should be the things that unite us. So even if we have differences, if we could just say, you know what? Okay. Just me and you, for some reason we have been, I don't know, not on the same page. I feel like something is off. You know, if I did something to offend you and we could talk it out, then you know what? Even if I don't understand how I offended you and you don't understand how I don't understand how I offended you, (laughs) we can at least agree to, you know what, go to the father and say, you know what, sis, let's just pray and ask God to help us get through this hard patch, help us to get through this hard point. And God can do it, but we have to keep going to him. So it's the Lord, it's the Lord's presence that unites us. So I think sometimes the body is so divided because his presence ain't even with us because we're not including him in what we're doing anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to my Aunt Coffee because she watching in Florida and to Miss Frenchie Box. She watching too as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And no, and that's, I mean, that's good. Like it is really hard to be mad at somebody or divide. And a lot of times, like, it, that is, it's really hard. But it, it's also, like, you know Holy Spirit is moving in you when, you, yeah. like, there's an issue. And, like, I just can't be mad at her because yeah. the kingdom is at hand. Yeah. So, like, I know we're, we're called to do work together. And yeah. I'm like, she said something I really didn't like it. But at the end of the day, 
I gotta let it go. But then when we're praying, then God's like, listen, you're focused on a point that has nothing to do with me. Like that right. little matter, that little petty issue y'all had, she said something the wrong way or she said yeah. something you didn't like. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Because yeah. are you glorifying me in any of it? I'm right. not being glorified if, if two of my daughters are in discord with each other. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, it's, it can be a huge hindrance. Like I know, um, I remember I'll give a, a quick little quick, quick, quick story. I remember one time, <clears throat> this like back in 2010 or something like that. Like me and my husband, boy, we was in a bad, bad place, boy. Our marriage was, oof, it was looking bad, girl. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't talking about like, oh, it was bad. No, I was like, this, this ninja can go back to Florida. Like, it was looking bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, we, was str- we was really struggling in our marriage. And uh, both loved Jesus, both serving in the church. He was serving way more than me because at that time I had like little, little kids, you know what I mean, and everything. And um, I just remember it was at the end of the year and it was new year's and so we was you know just go to church that's what you do or whatever you know we ain't out partying like we used to or whatever so we decided to go to my mom's church which was good for me because i didn't want to go to our church because i didn't want to be there with him by myself because i didn't want to be around him so i'll go to my mom's church be around my family or whatever and my mom's church was um is rising star shout out to pastor donaldson pastor d was what his last season um <laughs> And he had a play that they did called Driving from the Passenger Side, all right? I'll, I'll never, ever forget this play. And in the play, all right, in the play, um, the wife was very dominative and just just outspoken and just um, <laughs> super aggressive and, like, controlling and wanted to, like, micromanage, you know what I'm saying? And basically the dude couldn't be who God really created him to be and thrive because the woman was like trying to drive from the passenger side. Like the husband was supposed to be driving, but she was trying to tell him what to turn, what to do, you know, and this and that. And so long story short, the whole play went on. And as we watched the play, I saw myself in that play, like so bad. It was so bad. Like I was, I didn't have no humility, submissiveness, um, just just wasn't being gracious or patient and all this other stuff um but love god love jesus you know what i'm saying love the word and during that play um i just remember my heart being softened to just just to consider my husband consider his side of things and see things his way and i always got to have it right and not like it no and all this other stuff and so when the play was over, I ain't gonna lie, I was still prideful though. So during the play, so when the play, <laughs> hey, I see his truck pulling up. I wonder if you're listening. <laughs> so when the play was over, I remember Pastor Donaldson giving this whole, um, you know, like basically short sermon, gospel message, message, you know, of repentance, which I was already saved. But like, you know, sometimes you still, you need to repent too when you still say, you know, and so, um, he gave like a cough, an altar call for those who wanted to come up who, who wanted prayer. And so my husband decided he wanted to go for prayer. He wanted me to go with him. And remember our marriage was in a bad place for like over a year, just was not in a good place. And so I was like, I'm not going up with you. To oh pray my with you. goodness. Why would I go up and pray with you when we ain't even 
Like we don't even like each other. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. So hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> work. So so you remember what I'm talking about? Driving from the passenger side that play? Yeah, he's shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> so he wanted to go up, and I balled my hand up. I did not want him to touch me. I balled my hand up. Come over here for a minute, chat. I I'm not playing. I we're in the church, church full of people, and he wanted to go up for prayer after this play, and he grabbed me to go up for prayer. Come over here. It's fine. It's, it is. It's it. just Jessica. It's just Jess. <laughs> and you wanted me to go up for prayer and I balled my hand up I did not want you to touch me and you grabbed my wrist to take me up there for prayer because I wouldn't hold his hand mm -hmm. it was that bad but when Pastor Donaldson prayed and the Holy Spirit you got the Spirit of God in you he's working on you he's, he's dealing with you and something mm -hmm. broke and so we didn't talk much we went home we didn't talk much that night I remember going to bed and the next day when we woke up something just felt different like I woke up, I wasn't like angry. Wake up next to him. <laughs> he wasn't mm -mm. like running away from me. You know what I'm saying? We didn't separate <laughs> in different rooms because we was we was doing all of that. And something just changed. God broke something. But it was mm -hmm. through prayer. So my whole point is it's hard to stay divided if you're mm -hmm. praying with people. Yeah. And you're going to God. You know what I'm saying? I came a long way, huh, baby? <laughs> <laughs> he's so happy he rubbed my back <laughs> but yeah so i'm just saying like that's what the body of christ needs we need to come together out of our own circles out of our own communities you know what i'm saying out of our own denominations and all this man-made religious stuff and come together and do things biblically the way god called us to so yeah, we actually just need we need to go back to basics. Come on, save the hatch. Because it's become and I felt I fell into this and I because I was and re, it's just recently, like literally in the last like maybe month. Mm -hmm. So this and it's not bad, but like promoting like find your purpose, find your purpose. God purposed you to do something. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day. Our purpose is, and Pastor Deidre is the one that said this, and I was like, that is so true. Mm -hmm. Our purpose is to serve God. Right. To worship God. Right. Now, what he gives us to do to go get disciple, to go disciple people mm -hmm. and reach the lost, mm -hmm. that's a different thing. But our number one purpose is to praise and worship God. That's it. Glorify him. So we have to get back to, again, what does the Bible say? Right. I said, I got caught up in the find your purpose, find your purpose. And then, and then people, and I'm not knocking anyone who, I'm going to try to. No, I feel you. We'll clarify. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. So when you, um, if it's writing a song, mm -hmm. God gave you that gift, mm -hmm. but the purpose of you writing the song is to glorify him. Come on. That's if it. If he gave you the gift of like being able to write books, mm -hmm. the purpose is it gets to reach other people, but it should always circle back to glorifying. Him. That's right. That's and the right. problem is we've promoted this agenda of like platforms. So oh, like, I can remember, <laughs> like I remember a couple years ago, 
like you know like apostle sherry like you know that whole circle i was going to like those uh, events uh -huh. and they're like you're going to be a leader of, of women uh -huh. it didn't necessarily mean i was going to be on the pulpit it just means you're going to be a leader of women right so what happened it manifested and turned into a group that has right. retreat but the focus is still to glorify god right right so, like, yes it's fun to have these events and put them on and bring women together but the purpose of the event is to glorify God. There's no other, like, yes, I want to, like, to, and to equip you. Mm -hmm. So when I go to church, and so a lot of y'all got, like, these crazy church stories, mm -hmm. like, and I get it. So, like, I didn't grow up in the church. Mm -hmm. I technically grew up, um, my grandma was a Jehovah's Witness, so that's, that's what I knew. My mom was a believer, and I started going to church at, like, 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. But, like, the whole, like, these different denominations, I had no idea what people were talking about. And I'm like 25 years old, still trying to figure out, well, what do, what do you mean your denomination does this and this dominant doesn't believe that? I'm like, I, I didn't know what people were talking about. Yeah. And I'm just like, it ain't that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Glorify God. Right. And it's not that, it's not that necessary. It's, it's, it's really not. Like, I got to say when I was 22 years old, I already, I had a kid. Like I already lived a lot of life by the age of 22. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A whole lot of life. So I learned. So our, our background, our, as a me and Chad's background, um, was like, okay. <laughs> his parents. You see what happens? Like, you see, you have to, like, hold on. Like, yeah. Because we like, were having the like, conversation together. Yeah. I was saying whatever. About yeah. What. Yeah. Like, okay. So, like, the holiness church, the holiness yeah. movement, apostolic, yeah. then church of God in Christ, you know, like that kind of background. Um, I, I didn't know what any of those were. Right. So, we, but we learned it. We learned, and we sometimes you, so you learn everywhere you go, you learn a lot of things, what to do and what not to do. Right. Yes. So you take the good, you know, you, you feel, you take the good and filter out what's not good, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so I can say from all of those different, um, denominations under one church or whatever, um, or one church circle, there's some good things I learned from it, which is like how to pray, pray without mm -hmm. ceasing. You know what I'm saying? Like some, so there's a lot of good things. And then there's some things I'm like, that ain't even biblical. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you cut it. Um, but it's, it's learning the difference by learning the Bible, you know, and learning mm -hmm. God and, and, and learning his ways. And if, if a person, let me say this, if somebody is listening, if you're seeking truth, um, God will never allow you, if you are seeking truth to stay in darkness, he will pull you up out of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what he did for me. And that's what he did for my husband. Um, let me shout out Dale Vaughn. D Dale is Awesome. She is a disciple of Jesus. She is growing and um, she's listening. So I just want to give Dale a shout out real quick. Okay. Um, and Miss Blonda Poindester from Rising Star. Shout out to Miss Blonda. God bless you. <laughs> That's she is a man. Miss Blonda, she is an excellent teacher of the word. I love her. Um, but yeah, so it's important that we don't get so caught up on all of this stuff that don't matter. You know, mm -hmm. how you dress. Like, I ain't saying, I'm not about to walk up in the church and my boobs hanging out, you know what I'm saying? And I'm teaching from the pulpit. Like, I'm not going to do that, right? But the most important thing is not if I'm wearing pants or a skirt. It's just really not, you know what I mean? 
it's not important if I wear makeup or don't wear makeup. That's not important. It's not important yeah. if, if I'm in ministry and I have to sit at the front of the church. That's not important. Like my husband and I are in ministry. He sit all the way in the back most of the time if he's serving in sound booth or not. And I'm sitting normally towards the back or off on the side in the front, but only because I got to be in a certain position for what I do. Mm-hmm. But I don't care about sitting in the front seat so people can know I'm a minister. Like it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, ministry is not about us. It's about Christ. Church is yeah. not about us. It's about Christ. The Bible is not about us. It's about God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like you said, if we get back to the basics, I think that will do a whole lot with uniting us as the body. If we just keep the main thing, the main thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think in 2021, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, they're all about getting, not all about, but a lot of people want platform. They want platform, mm-hmm. you know, people coming to, but not without my sisters, because they know you reach a lot of women. So they want that platform to connect yeah. so they can reach a lot of women. So these women will know their name and not God's name. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's not about that. Like it, it's, it's for, I, this is why I love you. This is why I love Stephanie from now Youngstown. Um, because with all the ministry that we have, we're not trying to promote ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to promote Jesus and also prefer our sisters above ourselves. Bianca, you know, promoting her sisters above ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what it's about because we could easily, I probably eas- easily could have more followers. All of us could, you and mm-hmm. I both could, if we posted every single day, five times a day if we kept Mm -hmm. up like this podcast i'm only on episode seven our team is on episode seven at this point right (laughs) because we have life we have things going on but i'm saying if we if we really wanted it we could you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um i'm a missionary i've traveled to like four or five different countries so far and god ain't did nothing that's that's just starting you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i could have way more but it's not about me people I think like to make things about them and that brings division as well because it's about me, 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 me. When the Bible mm-hmm. says that we should actually prefer one another above ourselves. There's another scripture where Paul's like, do not think too highly of yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you ought to. I'm like, that's a real sobering scripture. <laughs> <laughs> but God through the spirit, Holy Spirit had them write that for a reason because he knew the church would be what it is. Yes. He knew that there was Jesus. When Jesus prayed in John 17, as we first opened up this conversation, he knew that there would be division. He knew yeah. that there was going to be fractions and, 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 and tears, factions amongst his people. So he prayed against that and he put it on, like Cornell said, he put it on wax. He put it on the text so we could see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that is not his will. He wants his children to be united. Not the same, but united even in our diversity. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. We just got to get back to basics and like, we got to pray together. Yep. Yep. Like we have to, and be intentional in our prayers. So, um, March for Jesus is coming up and this is not a shameless plug because I'm not a part of it. No, but you know what? Some (laughs) people don't know about March for Jesus and it's, it's, I'm glad that you're saying something. I think the praise rally is next week on the 11th, if I'm not mistaken think that's right the 11th at seven o'clock um and it is at victory borman christian borman right yeah yeah all right cool go ahead okay so i'm not on the prayer team i'm not well 
if you, I'm not a part of March for Jesus per se, mm -hmm. but I go on um, every other Monday. So I think they have one this past Monday. So every other Monday, there's like a prayer night at Coitsville's Prayer Center. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what really got me back into like focusing on unity because there's like so like that's everyone's the like the cry from everyone's heart when we just start praying and letting holy spirit flow everyone is just praying for like the churches and the leaders to come together and be on one accord yeah for this city yeah and and, and yes it goes back to jesus but it, like one of the things that's like it's on everyone's heart so everyone's talking about unity right but like we're trying to figure out well, where do we start? How do we do this? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Right. You can go gather like five people, go walk downtown and pray for the city. That's right. unity. Right. That's right. That's right. And it doesn't walk, have to be Walk seen. around the city, get to know people. Yeah. I said, and I was out for lunch one day with, um, with another sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. And there was this homeless guy who kept coming up and asking people for change and for money. Mm -hmm. He asked the same family like twice, two or three times, and they kept like they were getting frustrated and annoying. But he was consistent in it. Mm -hmm. But but we are like, well, we don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to be too pushy. But he had a, a he had an end goal. Like right. I need some money for whatever it is. Right. I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going right. to keep asking because right. someone's going to give it to me. Right. Why doesn't the church do that? Right. We can't be, we can't talk about, and I'm saying Youngstown because that's our, right. that's our, yeah. that we're right. all in. Right. We can't be afraid of how people will respond to us in Youngstown and then call ourselves disciple makers and Christians and believers. Like some right. people won't close the door. They don't want to hear about Jesus. Right. And then those are the hardest ones to reach, but somebody can reach them. That's right. But we have to go out and start doing this. Like you have to go out and sow the seed. It's this yes. is this is the thing. This is the thing. It's our responsibility to present the gospel. Mm -hmm. Right? Jesus said to go, right? So it's our responsibility to be witnesses. He gave, okay. God. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> God gave the Holy Spirit. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit so that they could go to be witnesses. Mm -hmm. He didn't send the Holy Spirit just for us to have the Spirit, and that's it. He gave the Spirit to empower us to be witnesses. So we have to, it's our responsibility to witness. And then it's not our responsibility on the outcome. That's between Holy Spirit and that person Mm -hmm. accepting and receiving that's not our responsibility our responsibility is to present it and then it's the person's responsibility to receive it you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. but if we don't present it people can't receive it right you know what i'm saying if 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 that's I'm, what I'm saying like we we get shut down one time and like we're like oh maybe we're not supposed to do this but that man who was asking for money he mm -hmm. was persistent he didn't care about the number of no's he got because he knew right. someone's going to say yes right and and listen just because okay just because we witness to somebody and they don't receive jesus 
we don't know. We're sowing seed. When you sow a seed, now, now we ain't going to talk about farming because we've been there before. <laughs> we suck at that. So like, no. But when you sow a seed, you can't see what's happening and taking place underground. Mm-hmm. Right. But there are some germinating. There's some things that's going on that you can't see on the surface. So even if a person doesn't respond, we still don't know what work the spirit of God is doing to draw them. We don't know um, if the next person that comes to them whenever in life, they could be the, the next, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're sowing seed as well. God is giving, giving water for that person to receive. It, it's, we don't have to always outwardly see. We just have to do our jobs. Yeah. And that's it. And that is it. And we have, Christians have the most awesome responsibility in life. We have the responsibility and and we have the privilege to worship the true and living God. Mm -hmm. We have his spirit. He sent not only his son to die for us and, and resurrected him, but then Jesus sent his spirit so that we wouldn't be by ourselves. So he wouldn't leave us as orphans. He sent his spirit to dwell on the inside of us. And we have all of these gifts and responsibilities and privileges and we're sleeping on it. Like I get to do work with Jesus every day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am allowed. If I choose to cooperate with God, he's going to use me every single day. Starting in my house mm-hmm. with these kids. I got three teenagers that I live with. Three. <laughs> I have three teenagers, Jessica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that we that me and my husband live with. Okay. So the Lord is giving me opportunity to be used by him. To fill me up, God. Use me, God. Grow me, God. Give me patience. Help me to be more like you, Jesus. Help me to love like you. I got the opportunity every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so does everybody else in their own context. So, but if we don't, if we don't, if we're not active, then what? We're doing God a disservice. Like he didn't send Jesus to die for us just to die for us. Like we, he deserves for us to be the church that he died for us to be. Mhm. So what are we doing? <laughs> like God help us. So so this is why I wanted to talk about unity tonight. Like we have to like but we go ahead. God is like you said that so many people have been talking about unity and and the hearts cry for the march for Jesus and everywhere. Like I've had different people cuz I've been posting a little bit more than I usually do. And mostly everything I'm posting is about unity in some mm-hmm. aspect, whether I use that word or not, that's what it's pointing to. And people have been texting, inboxing, messaging. And it's like, God is speaking the same thing because, because we all have his spirit on the inside. It's the same spirit speaking to his mm-hmm. children. And he ain't speaking nothing new. He only speaking what Jesus, the spirit speaks what Jesus says. The spirit of Christ is speaking. Yeah. But he, he, he told us in John 17 what it was. He prayed for us. And we have to do what we have to do as a body to be united and also to be witnesses. 
Yeah. And Jesus says that people will know that he is real by our love for one another and our unity with one another. Mm-hmm. And that's why the devil works so hard at keeping us divided. You don't know how many times, girl. <laughs> how many times I done had to be like, okay, we got to have this conversation because we can't allow, I can't have discord between us. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. So here's a here's the top secret. So so I think I think when you really love people, like you have to, you don't have to, but you should choose to talk with them. You should choose to to settle things. Like this, this is it the one scripture I don't know where it's at. Somebody watching, you can tell me. I think I don't know. It might be Ephesians. I'm probably wrong, but it say it basically say be angry and sin not. Like don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You know what I'm saying? So if you're angry. Like, don't let it get to a point where it becomes sin. Like, deal with the issue. Like, deal with it. And then it's another scripture. I posted it this morning in Matthew, I think, 5, where it talks about, or 7, where it talks about, like, if you have a, if, if you have a, a problem or your brother has a problem with you, you know they have a problem with you, hey, like, lay your gifts down at the altar before you even go trying to offer up something to God and bring it to the temple. Go get your stuff together with your brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Like, if we just do the stuff Jesus told us to do, <laughs> we'd be good. Everything be Gucci, right? <laughs> but yeah. we don't, I don't understand. Like, we want to make up all these new methods and stuff. And it's like, no, Christ already told us what to do. He told us what to do, so let's just do it. Let's just do it. So, one thing I love about um, people I work with, uh, especially like like Pastor Cornell, um, like me and my husband, you know, do ministry and stuff like that, um, that we, we make it a point to, if there's an issue, all right, we're going to come. We're just going to talk about it. When we have to have hard conversations, there might be some tears that, that fall, but then we're going to pray together right after. And Cornell says this all the time. He's like, we're not going to let the devil get to the victory. Like we're not, we're not going to let him get the victory. We just not going, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. And, and with me and my husband, it's like, like, first of all, we didn't came too far. We too, we, we too mature. Like you got to get to a point where you're like, you know, you, you too much, like we're matured in this. We are, you know, better. So just do it. Like, don't be somebody you're not, you're not the same saint you was 20, 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we just got to, it's just a call up y'all. y'all. I don't want us to be like walking in circles, but on this, on this conversation tonight, like for real, it's a call this, this podcast, when you listen to it, whenever you listen to it, this is a call for unity within the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. We have allowed racism. That's a big one. We have allowed racism to divide us. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I don't want to worship with no racists. <laughs> but at the end of the day you know what what is jesus calling me to do he's calling me to love that racist he's calling me to talk to that racist about their racism but also help them to walk walk and get to a place where they are disciple and see what jesus feels about it what jesus says about it and then to help them overcome it like that's what he's calling me to love the racist mm-hmm. oof i wasn't saying this like six months ago <laughs> right? 2020 but that's real talk like the lord is calling us to love the racist he's calling us to love you know people who have different political 
Um, yes, we let politics tear us apart. Right, but the thing is, politics tear us apart, and it's foolishness, and the devil is winning because the only kingdom we should be loyal to is the kingdom of God. Period. Point blank. Period. Jesus is not a Democrat. Jesus is not a Republican. Jesus is not an American. Okay. I'm glad that we saying all of this stuff. Like yeah. our loyalty should be to God, to yeah. God. And one side, left side focuses on, you know, well, abortion, abortion, pro-life, pro-life. The right side focuses on, well, yeah, pro-life after the womb. I believe in pro-life in the womb and out the womb. Mm-hmm. But our focus should not be on Who's president? Who's not president? Who's a Republican? Who's a, a, a Democrat? Who's in the middle? Who's, who's none of these things? Our focus should be on Christ Jesus, his coming, his rule, his reign on earth as it is in heaven. That should be our focus. So when we vote, we vote according to our beliefs, according to the scriptures, and then we leave it there. But mm-hmm. I don't have to talk to my sister about who I voted for because at the end of the day, it's not about my, my trust is not going and being placed in a president. Yeah. My trust is in Christ Jesus. Like, so we shouldn't let politics divide us. We shouldn't let racism divide us. We shouldn't let sexism, classism, none of the isms <laughs> divide <laughs> us. <laughs> Period. Like that is time out for all of that stuff because while we sitting here divided and and not being united people are dying and going to hell every single day because we're not doing what we're supposed to do as a church which is love one another and be witnesses and you can't be an effective witness when you're just like divided from god's body like you can't be in alignment with god but be out of alignment with his body it don't work like that yeah I used to say this, Nico Hush, my dog. I used to say this. Your reflection, your relationship, your relationship with other believers is a reflection of your relationship with God. It is. So if your relationship is not good with other believers, then your relationship can't be good with God. Listen. I, and this and I'm this is me being telling the truth what's happened recently. So I started to notice like after like a week or so, mm-hmm. my t- my patience was low. Mm-hmm. Like I have no patience. Mm-hmm. My like delivery with people was not good. Like I was like snapping at people, and I sat down and I was like, "When's the last time I read my Bible?" Mm-hmm. Because I remembered, I kept saying, well, I'm going to read it tonight. And then tonight came, and then and I'm, I didn't read it. And then I wake up the next day, and I'm like, oh, I'll read it later on today. And I just got in this, and I'm like, I haven't read my Bible. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like it. And I'm like, this is why I need Jesus. Because Jessica separated from Jesus is not a nice person. Yeah. Like, I don't want to deal with people. I don't, I don't care about your problems. And I was like, okay, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I had to go back and repent and pray about it. Mm-hmm. And like this week, I've loved people. <laughs> Girl, listen, we can't do nothing right without the spirit of God. 
No, here, like, like we can't, and I'm not saying his spirit ain't in you like he left. I'm not saying that, y'all. People that's listening, we're not saying that. Once you get God's spirit, he's always there with you. But you can choose to cooperate with his spirit, or you can choose to grieve, quench, um, resist, whatever word you want to use. So, yeah. and and we're all the same way. Like I I know, and shoot, my kids, my family know. They they know when I ain't abiding and <laughs> <in the>, you know, <laughs> dwelling and spending time with God. Like, cause cause me on my own, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. Me on my own, I'm short tempered. I can be mean. Yes. I could be, you know, um, isolated. You know what I'm saying, or whatever, all, selfish, all of that on my own. You know. So, but I know me, I know, I know I need Jesus and I'm a hot mess without him. So I'm trying to stay close to this cat. Cause like, I need God, I, yes. <laughs> I need God bad, like for real, for real. So I don't know. I hope people, I hope people are, um, really challenged that, that when they listen to this, that they would, um, take inventory. Like we take inventory of our own hearts, our own lives and that people, mm-hmm. our listeners would do the same. Yeah. Um, and that. Not only will you take inventory, but then act, do whatever you need to do. Put some action to whatever needs to be done so that we can be, you know, the body that Christ has died for us to be. I have to keep saying it. Not that he called us to be that. He, he, he literally died to give us life and to be a part like his body. You know what I'm saying? So and we're not even like promoting like our, the things that we're doing. Like no. just don't be unified with somebody. Go. Right. Right. Do it with somebody like I and I because I could we could have been on here promoting the different organizations we're a part of the different right. things that we're a part of. I'm not right. saying that like I don't need you to join me. Right. I need, I need you to be unified in prayer with wherever God called you to be. Where, yes. where whatever context He put you in. Yes. Just be united in prayer with me. Right. Right. So I'm praying like everyone. I don't expect everyone to join now, Youngstown, because right. that's not everyone's heart. Right. But pray for us or and do something like That's when right. you're at Walmart, when you're at work, like do something, you could be doing something over here and, and we'll go into the high crime areas of young sound. That's right. That's right. And pray for us. Cause we need it. We need it. Like we prayer is it. powerful. We need prayer covering. We need people praying for people's hearts, you know, that they receive the gospel. Like, so we don't have to wait until June we start praying right now. Like just, just be prayerful. And, um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to talk to you about whole doing this whole outside thing, you know, in the backyard. Cause I'm dead serious. I'm like, I just want to get together. Like, man, like it's, it's necessary. It's, it's just, it necessary. it's necessary. And, and, and just pray and worship and just, um, and talk things through because some people, like some people don't know what to do. Right. Like they're like, okay, I'm praying and I'm asking God what to do, but like, I don't know what to do. Right. So we can talk things through. Like I was once a month, we were going to a friend's house and we were all sitting around the table and we were sharing our hearts and we we're not necessarily joining each other's things, but we're like, if whatever you need me to do, like I'll do it. Right. So you call me and tell me like, Hey, I want to gather some women. I got you. Right. You can name like six right now that I know will come. Right. We can just sit in the backyard and sing songs and and fellowship. Right. And pray. We really need to pray because I like we're singing songs. Like that's cool. Fellowshipping, but we really need to pray. We do. 
We do. Prayer, prayer is what's going to unite us. Prayer is what's going to keep us. Prayers, prayer is another way God speaks back to us. You know what I'm saying? It's communication with our father. So we definitely need to do that. Um, so I'll talk, talk with you about that offline for sure. Um, cause it's, I don't know, something has to be done. So, and, and, and I'm going to say this before we get off cause we about to get off. Uh, but Jessica and I, we could talk about this and we can say everything we saying because we've been on the wrong side. We've been on the right side and we're not saying anything that we don't like that. We don't know to be true. Like we, it's biblical. We're applying it. We're continuing to grow and we want to grow with y'all. You know what I'm saying? So this is not us looking down on nobody, but this is us challenging the church and reiterating what Jesus has already told us. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it starts with us first. So if y'all on board, if y'all feeling this thing and you know that you haven't been in a place of unity or there's relationships that you know that are just like that you basically, y'all just deaded it and stopped talking to other Christians. Like y'all need to get that stuff together. Like mm-hmm. you, you might not come back together and be best friends or fellowship or whatever, but there needs to be a conversation. There needs to be an olive branch extended. There needs to be some grace shown, some prayer and, um, and then continue to keep it moving so you can move forward in healthiness right? And, and, and healing. Um, cause that's definitely how God has called us to be, right? That's how God has called us to be. And again, we see it over and over in the Bible. There was times where Paul was like, I don't want so-and-so to go with me to minister. Right. But then years <laughs> later, but then years later, you see Paul asking for the same people that he didn't want with him, you know, cause mm-hmm. there was growth. So we have to grow through some things y'all. We got to grow up and we need to be united because at the end of the day, like we say, Jesus is coming back, but he really is coming back. And I, God forbid, you know, there's someone God wanted me to witness to that he wanted to bring into his family, but something happened because I didn't do what I was supposed to do or because my church wasn't united with another church across the street. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to do we need to be the church God is calling us to be. Unity is so important. Like, don't nobody want to be in a marriage that ain't united. Don't nobody want to be in a relationship that ain't united. Don't nobody want to work at a business and everybody divided. Like, don't nobody got time for that. So why would the church be that way? <laughs> <laughs> so Jess, thank you, girl, so much for telling me you was home and you was available and for hopping <laughs> on. I love you. I can't wait to see you soon um, and live in the flesh. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, I really, I do, I appreciate you sharing, keeping it all the way real, as always. Um, anything you want to say before we get off tonight? Hmm, I, well, March for Jesus. Let me find the date, because I got 12 May 22nd? Yes. May 22nd. Now, you got to tell them when and where, because I don't know that part, but I know the date. It's downtown in front of the Huntington, or no, no, it's not. That was, that was United. That was today, National Day of Prayer. It's downtown at the amphitheater. There's like a route that they're going to take, but they're going to end up at the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be like a um, a little praise and worship time for time for us to pray and worship together. Yeah. And... Sorry. Yeah. Um, they blowing up. You good? Blowing enough about giving me the right date about somebody watching because they send in the right date about <laughs> for Jesus. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's just gonna be and it's gonna it's gonna be unity. Yeah, and people can look it up online too. Like yeah. you know, so yeah. Go from our, there's a Facebook page, an Instagram page. Yep. Um, 
just be pray for the pray for the gathering while the time coming up and to pray that yeah. the hearts will be softened just just pray pray for us the city need help yeah yeah and then so <laughs> i want to do i want to do something different um as we get ready to get off um thank you delvon delvon says she sh- she'll definitely share we appreciate you listening appreciate you sharing um I want us to just pray just for um, just for those who will listen to this conversation and just for the body of Christ as a whole before we get off. Um, So I'm going to ask Jessica to pray and close us out just because I think it's important. It's the national day of prayer, but we're talking about unity and we're going to pray for that unity. Um, Also, again, this is the conversation with saying our whole team is not here, but hopefully we'll all be together soon. But we got Jessica today and I'm thankful for that. You guys, please make sure you listen, you share, um, like, subscribe on YouTube once it's uploaded. You can listen on Spotify. That'll be uploaded tomorrow as well. But until then, Jessica's going to pray us out, y'all. And um, we thank y'all for your time for real. And, and hey, be sure to tell us, you know, if you made some moves after this to, to be, you know, a, a, a uniting agent or to, to, to get some things together then y'all can share those with us. If y'all got testimonies, we'll have y'all on let y'all share with us about it. If it ain't nothing crazy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess. <laughs> oh, Heavenly Father, I just come to you and I just thank you for this time, God. This time of just fellowship and glorifying you and speaking um, just about you, God, and your goodness and just how awesome you are. God, I pray for every listener, Heavenly Father, that they will hear the call and the cry, God, and they will become, they will will push on their heart, God, to be united, to be united with the church body, to be united with other believers, to be united in um, the movements that are happening to bring revival and bring bring revival to this city god and not just youngstown god but the cities of wherever they're listening from god i just thank you in advance god that the hearts you're tugging on lots of people's hearts because it's a it's a word that's coming up in multiple conversations so lord we know that you're speaking to us so lord i just pray that the hearts will be united the where there has been division god that there will be a healing yes lord um, division there will be restoration that there'll be the tough conversations but god that they will all point back to you yes i pray for people to get back to the basics of what you've called us to do and what your word says not to complicate it not to make it more difficult but just getting back to the simple things that you said is just to love you love other and love others as we love ourselves thank you and god so i just pray right now that um people will just be strengthened to reach out to share your gospel to share your love and to share the story that you you that your son died on the cross and you resurrected him again and then when he ascended to heaven he sent a spirit to walk with us on this earth god that the holy spirit will reside in us and that we're not doing this thing alone we have you three you you three just working with us thank you god lord i thank you in advance that your son died for my sins and that he died for he died for all of our sins and lord i thank you for your holy spirit that you sent us yes, thank to you. walk out this thing god because without the holy spirit we all would be lost yes so lord i pray that the holy spirit continues to tug on hearts that unity will come heavenly father and even in those moments when we're discouraged and we don't see it god we still know that you're working behind the scenes mm-hmm. so lord i just thank you 
and I praise you and give you all the honor yes, and glory God. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you, God. <laughs> all right, girl. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, your evening, and um, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you to all of our listeners. This has been the conversation, and we'll uh, we'll see y'all next time. All right. Bye bye. Peace. Don't wait.